In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Masturbation can be a tool to help him maintain his sexual purity and to be a virgin until he's married, to not cohabitate with a woman until he's married. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos. This is Equipping Men in 10, and as you might have heard, I'm with my co-host of our Equipping episodes, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? Doing excellent, Jim. So you got a man word for me today? I do. My man word today is test. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I, I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Yeah, I think uh, we, in life we need to test things before we uh, we buy into them. Test if they're real. Test if oh. they're right. Look at the fruit that it bears, the person, the fruit that the person bears. Just test these things before you buy into it. That's funny. I was reading this morning in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5. So I'm going through the pastoral epistles verse by verse and journaling them. So I'm almost done with 2 Timothy starting Titus. But Paul tells Timothy at the end of talking about people will hire pastors to tickle their ears, he kind of goes to this discourse about uh, churches that have that don't preach the truth, which I have my own opinions about that. But then he said, be sober, be sober. And what he's saying is, test these things. Mm-hmm. Be sober-minded. There's a Greek word that means locked or safe mind. Sober. Lock it down. Don't let your emotions of a, a big rock and roll church service catch you. What are they actually saying there? What are they actually practicing? Or a flashy preacher. What is he actually saying? And so it's just test everything. Right. And look at the fruit it's bearing. So anyway, that's really good, man. So I want to dive into the meat of today's equipping episode. And it actually is a, a test in its own right. And again, guys, we are continuing our series called Ask Me Anything. And we'll just continue the series till uh, the, the spigot runs dry. And uh, so far, you guys are asking some great questions. If you haven't had a question answered, uh, it may be because it's such a deep question. I'm having to do some research. So I'm I'm really taking great care to give you what I believe is the most biblical uh, and truthful answer that I can determine. So biblical and truthful answer that I can determine from Scripture and human experience. So I think that always plays into it. So here's the question today. Are you ready? This one is um, 
tough one to, this is an interesting one. Let's put it this way. So today we've got a question that I think a lot of guys ask themselves and wrestle with, but don't feel safe asking someone else. So this, this is it guys. Ready? Is masturbation a sin? Oh, we got an easy one here, Dale. So uh, as a youth pastor for over 22 years, being in ministry 32 years, being a Christian, you know, over half my life, and a non-Christian, you know, about 25 years, this is a, a great topic. So I can give you some insight from my life as a non-Christian young man till age 22. I can give you it for my life after. I can tell you about what the Bible teaches. And so the bottom line when it comes to masturbation, again, this is my opinion. And so I know that many of you will disagree. And I also realize that many of you will be like, woohoo. But you know, this is a, a really a taboo topic. It's something that my buddies, yeah. we didn't talk about before I was a Christian. It's something that guys really don't like talking about now. It's just one of those things, you know, uh, that you just don't talk about. But I want to talk about it today. I have to ask myself these questions in determining truth. What does the Bible say about a subject? What does the Bible not say about a subject? And then if the Bible doesn't say something about a subject, I've got to ask myself this question, why is the Bible silent about this subject? And then the next thing I ask myself is, what does human experience teach? And then I like to go back and go, what does the world teach? What do non-believers think about this? So I try to compile all of this stuff, put it into a bucket, and then pull out the truth. And so all that being said, the word masturbation is not found in the Bible. In fact, there's one really obscure story about uh, dropping his seed on the dirt, uh, and I'm not really sure about that story. It's definitely not a story that's pro-masturbation, but really, the Bible really is silent on this topic, mostly. Now, there is a verse that I want to share with you that I do think addresses masturbation directly. This is my own opinion. This is Jesus speaking on the Sermon on the Mount. This is the only time we've ever recorded anything that would even hint at masturbation. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 through 32, Jesus said this, you have heard it said you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And then the next verse says, so now he's dealt with adultery. Now the next verse, verse 29, he says, if your right eye makes you stumble, tear it out and throw it from you. It is better for you to lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Now verse 30, if your right hand makes you stumble, cut it off and throw it from you, for it is better for you to lose one of the parts of your body than for the whole body to go into hell. I believe he's using hyperbole here. He's saying he's not saying to literally cut off your hand, literally cut out your eye. He's using hyperbole. He's saying it's better to go into heaven that way than to not go into heaven at all. But then verse 31, he sneaks that in here. And verse 31, dealing with a similar topic, says, whoever sends his wife away, let, he, let, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife except for the reason of unchastity, some of your Bibles would say sexual unfaithfulness, makes her commit adultery. Whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. So you have this discourse between Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 to 32. So I'm gonna so that's the only place 
where Jesus might be talking about masturbation. Now, in my human experience, I have found that 99% of the men I talk to interact with, know, and related to, blah, 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 have masturbated or masturbate. And the other 1% are liars. <laughs> now, I have people that uh, are experts in sexual issues that boast of being able to pass a polygraph and never lusting after a woman for 30 years, never even looking at a woman's you know, chest for 30 years, and they can pass a polygraph test to prove it. And I just really, um, I just don't agree with that. I don't believe it for a second. I think uh, any sociopath can pass a polygraph test. Uh, I just don't really take a lot of weight to that. It's really easy for a liar to continue to lie on a polygraph test. And so I don't really take that with a lot of weight, to be honest with you. And um, But I will say this, masturbation is an issue for everybody, for men. And I believe that most guys have done it or continue to do it. So that's my opinion. Would you disagree with that, Dale? I would have to say I agree with that. <laughs> Thanks for your wisdom. Uh, years ago as a young man, wrestling with this issue, brand new Christian, I listened to uh, a show called Focus on the Family with the founder James Dobson, very, very conservative uh, show. Dobson is a, a Church of the Nazarene guy, holiness guy, and and he shocked me when he said on his show that he thinks that not only is masturbation not a sin, but he thinks it actually helps in purity. And that blew me away. And I wish I could pull that episode up. I wish I could find it and share it with you. But I was, it was, it blew me away. And so here's my here's my take on masturbation, guys. Remember, it is the Bible says nothing about it. The Bible is silent except for one fairly. I would say that Matthew 5 is an obscure passage. I personally believe it deals with masturbation as a response to lust. I think that. That's what I think about this passage. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go on record, and I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, as saying I do not think masturbation is a sin. You surprised that surprise you to hear that? Well, you know that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, and I believe it's what gets you to masturbation that is a sin. Now, the older we get, the more this departs from us. But as a young man, we had phrases like morning missile, pop in the tent, got the tent popped up. I mean, you wake up and you're ready to rock and roll. You don't need much to get going sexually. The testosterone is fully loaded. And so... As a, and also in the days of Jesus, guys got married 16, 15, 17 years old. Nowadays, these guys are having to, they're waiting until they're 23, 24, 25, 26. I have a 24 year old who's single, you know, still and a virgin still. And so I believe personally that if a man does not fall into the sin of lust, masturbation can be a tool to help him maintain his sexual purity and to be a virgin until he's married to not cohabitate with a woman until he's married. And I think we live in a world today where we have a lot of these Christian guys that are living with their girlfriend or having sex outside of marriage, and I think masturbation would solve that problem. If these guys deal with it without going and looking at pornography or objectifying women. So I know there's a fine line there. I want to say it's like a rock in a hard place, but that would be too much pun. But I think for a guy, there's there is a there is definitely a place where you cross into sin. But for any expert on lust to say that masturbation 
is a sin and not a tool that God can use for his glory, I personally think that guy does not know the Bible. I, I can't see where he's picturing finding that in the Bible, and I can't understand why such a massive topic for men is completely ignored in the Bible. I can't understand why that's ignored. The only reason that I have that it can be ignored is that it was seen as normal. Now, realize back in the days of Jesus, they didn't have pornography. They didn't have these things. So it, it was looked at, I think, or it just was different. You didn't have a magazine. You didn't have, a, you didn't have all these things that we have at our hand to practice sexual immorality. And so if there's no sexual immorality or lust involved, I see it as a tool for a guy to save himself till marriage, uh, to walk in purity and... Um, I, I realize I realize I'm on thin ice here, but I really I still believe that this can be a tool in the hands of a a guy to live a life of purity. I really believe that, and I understand that a lot of people won't. I'm a conservative Christian man who believes the Bible is true, and when I look at the Bible, when I look at 66 books of the Bible, I have to walk away with why is the Bible silent here. On masturbation, not sexual immorality. Those are two different things to me. Sexual immorality can lead to masturbation. But masturbation alone by itself, you know, we used to joke as a youth pastor, as long as you think of white clouds, you're good. (laughs) And I have older guys go, you can't do that. And I go, dude, really? Remember when you're 14 years old? I mean, I used to joke the penis is the lightest thing in the world because you can lift it with just a thought. I mean, it's true for a young guy, man. It's just... And so we got to think about this with the, before we throw out some uh, value statement that's not biblical based on our 60- or 50-year-old experiences. So that is my thought. Uh, do you want to stay silent, yeah, Dale, I and was, stay safe? Or do you want to say... throw yourself under the bus, too? No, I was just going to say, <laughs> uh, guys, Jim is a dude that you can have a, a conversation with this about this topic with. So... Uh, hate mail is not needed, but if you want to enter into a conversation with him, he'd be more than happy to. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I've, I mean, this is something I've thought about a lot. This is something I've discussed a new, over and over and over again, and I just can't. And I've never had a guy convince me from scripture that this is wrong, and unless lust, adultery, sexual immorality is involved. If that is involved, it is a sin. If it is not involved, then I believe that a guy can practice masturbation and it not be a sin. Well, things like this that make me go, hmm, yeah. drive, drive me to my Bible to make me go and go, yeah. I'm going to have to go yeah. and research this and come up with Yeah, I own. would really encourage guys before they send the hate my way or you know, moms <laughs> of teenagers to send the hate my way to actually read the Bible and ask yourself, what does the Bible actually say about the act of masturbation, what doesn't it say, and why doesn't it say it? Dale, drive us home, man, before I get shot. <laughs> yeah, man, head on over to our website at minintherena.org and grab your free electronic version of our newest book, Tell Them What Great Fathers Tell Their Sons and Daughters. While you're there, click on Join Our Program and get involved with one of our many virtual teams that are online. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. 
You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.